Dunbar would take over the Confederacy. And so it was, as I kissed my dear concubine, Utonk, goodbye. We crossed the world to Connecticut smoothly in the dark. The crew were in high spirits. Captain Stab egged them on. A dead royal officer was quite a score. They regarded me as a hero. There ought to be more like you, Greece. True, true. Just because we once stole a fleet vessel and went pirating, them royal officers done us in. <laughs> they tried us and sentenced us to death, and if it weren't for the likes of you and Lombar Hisp stealing us out of prison, we'd be dead today. <laughs> oh, don't think we're not grateful, Officer Greece. <laughs> When we pick up these diamonds, we'll rob the planet blind for you. Torture, rape, and sudden death. That's our motto. Your compliments are well-deserved. Bridgeport over there. Our navigation is dead on. Can I spit in the royal officer's face if the corpse is still there? Spit away. Uh, we're dropping lower now. Forty thousand. Twenty. Ten. Five. Officer Grease... Call up your Agent Rock and see if it's clear to land. Agent Rock, come in, Agent Rock. <gasps> Is that you, Grease? Oh, thank God you've come. I fell at the bottom of the steps. I've lost so much blood, I can't move. The hell's with your blood. Is the area clear? There's nobody around. Land quickly and save my life. <clears throat> Landing gear in place. Touchdown. Prepare the airlock. Open! It was very dark. Captain Stab reached over the controls and twiddled a knob of a screen. A fragmentary infrared view of the porch showed up. My gods! Look at all those diamonds! Busting Novas! They're all over the porch! Men, get out there and pick them up! He's got one of my men! There he is! There he is! After him! The second engineer sprang out the door. He ran sideways about 25 yards. The second engineer blazed away. Ah! They got him too! Quick, you! Grab weapons and wipe that area flat! Two more men hurtled out the door, slapping at the tops of their weapons. They spaced out to the right and left. They dropped into cover. Two more men followed them out, guns blazing. All my men are dead! Let's get out of here! I'm starting the tug now! Nothing's happening! You let us into this trap, Officer Grease! No! The sniper just killed six men, and I'll be dead in minutes! I've got just one more job to go! No! Put that knife down! I'm on your side! I didn't set up any trap! Lombardius gave me orders that if you fouled up, I was to kill you out of hand! No! Don't kill! The expression on Stab's face froze. He folded up over the pilot's seat, dead. Someone had thrown a knife through the airlock. Somebody was coming. I tried frantically to get at my gun. Just sit there quietly, Grease. I can see you in there, but you can't see me. Heller's voice is ghost.
Oh, gods, I began to shake with every bone. Unfasten that gun belt and throw it out the door. I was facing front. I did not dare turn around and look. I did not know what seeing a ghost would do to my psyche. Suddenly, a piece of line went round my wrists and I was wrapped to the pilot's seat and tied. Yes, in the pilot viewports, I could see the reflection of the ghost going back through the passageways, kicking open doors, ready to fire if anyone else was there. Then, I heard a voice beside me. So, you were trying to get me killed, just like you did my old partner, Turb. Rot! Traitor! Oh, no, Grease, you're the traitor, ordering me to murder a royal officer? You must be crazy. Then Heller's not dead, he's not a ghost. He's not a ghost, he's a real officer, the kind you could never be. When he left for Italy, I followed him. I knew he was out of range of the bugs you had on him, and I told him what had been going on. Well, he showed me his orders, from the Grand Council, too. So, after I received your order to kill Hella, he and I worked out a plan so that you would think I had killed him. I made you believe I was following your orders. <laughs> you mean, you turncoat, you set up this battle to get poor Stab and his men killed? No, no. The only reason Hella called you here was because he needed the tug. Why didn't he just say that? You wouldn't have come. Well, that's beside the point. Unlike you, Hella's a real officer, he is. It's a joy to work with one for a change. Nothing like the trash you are. What made Stab's men leap up in the air and shriek before they were killed? Oh, that was Hella's secret weapon. It found and clawed each man in turn. It's a remote-controlled, radio-directed cat. Get up there, Mr. Calico. Sit on Grease's chest, and if he moves or speaks, claw him. But, but... Good work, Rat and Mr. Calico. I've checked the rest of the tug. There's no one else aboard. Heller and Rot went into the roadhouse and shortly began to bring out boxes and piled them outside the airlock. Then Heller lowered himself into the hold of the tug and came back up almost instantly. What the blazes? There's about 750 pounds of gold ingots down there. I felt like my skull had exploded. Stab. He was the one who had stolen my first gold shipment. Right. When you get back, hand the gold over to my financial advisor, Izzy Epstein. He'll know what to do with it. Here, give me a hand and we'll load it onto my jeep. They finished moving my precious gold and went and locked up the roadhouse. Then Heller fished out a unit from one of his boxes and handed it to Rot. Give this to Izzy. It's a viewer phone on a wavelength they've never heard of on this planet. He can call me by pressing this button. We need to speak confidentially. I couldn't say much over the phone from the plane as NSA monitors all those calls. I want to hear from him as soon as possible. Heller bid Rot goodbye and closed the airlock on the spacecraft. Now to get this tug running. You don't have a crew. Before we left Voltar, I had her totally robotized. She doesn't need a crew. I tried to tell Stab that, but he didn't want to listen. What are you going to do with me? Regulations state that if at all feasible, an officer found involved in crime should be taken to the nearest base for an officer's conference trial. I'll deliver you to the base in Turkey, and with Rot's evidence affidavits and mine, they can handle you. Suddenly, I had a surge of hope. 
At the base in Turkey, I had spread the rumor that Heller was under orders to kill them. They would shoot him if they saw him. And if he took me to Voltar, Lumbar hissed, hated Heller, and Lumbar was now in control of the entire Voltar Confederacy. Heller was not home safe after all. He was the one at risk. All I had to do was con him in some way and stay alive, and I would win completely in the end. Heller picked up a cordless microphone from the new controls that he had bared. Take off and hold at altitude, 300 miles above New York. You better return to the Earth base. Two different assassin pilots left Turkey shortly after we did. If we leave this planet, the assassins have orders to destroy this tug. I'm aware of that. But if you try to go further out than 300 miles, they'll kill you for sure. Can't be helped. I have a job to do. You'll get me killed! Get you killed? That's a very attractive idea. The only reason you're alive right now is that you were too much of a coward to come out and fight when the others did. I told Rock you wouldn't. You're insulting me. Ouch! Don't push it, Grease. It was a very sad route that took you from an academy man downhill. I never knew anyone could sink so low. I don't know what else you did to sabotage this mission or why you did it. But I'm not likely to forgive you luring the Countess Crack to her death. It's only regulations that I should return you to trial that keeps me from tossing you out of that airlock. I thought you were just a sort of demented idiot. I underrated you. You've got a vicious streak a light year wide and a twist that ought to put you in an asylum. Now move. Heller was motioning for me to go back to the flight area. He made me sit down in the star pilot chair. He had a pair of wrist shackles that he fastened round and through the arms of the seat and then put them on me.